All right, everybody. Thanks for jumping on with us for our training day podcast. I appreciate your time. I got my man Caleb Combs, vice president of Family First Life Foundation Capital Group. And quite honestly, as at his age, um, probably one of the more cutting edge dudes at Family First Life and the ability to be very versed um, with production, recruiting, building, um, and just administrative gifts. So it's an honor and a privilege, Caleb, to have you on, my man. How you doing, bro? I'm good, bro. Appreciate it. Good to be here. That's what's up. Well, uh, I mean, we had you on a podcast not too long ago, mainly talking about your sales practice, which I appreciate because you're killing it every single month. Um, but I want to get into the totality of the Foundation Capital Group. Um, let's let's talk about your outlook for 2023. Like when you came into this year, what were your thoughts? What were you trying to like? What are you trying to um, to instill in your group, your leaders? What, talk to us so that we know kind of what the outlook looked like. What it's looking like. I mean, we came into the year obviously shooting off the convention. I think that was super powerful. The amount of people that we had there was decent. We had a good amount of people go to convention. I think for those who were there, definitely made an impact. We'd like to be able to get to about a thousand families a month. That's mm-hmm. our goal. Um, we'd like to have several logos, several managers, you know, I want to see people grow. That's our biggest thing. I want to see individuals grow from a, where they're at to where they want to be. Um, but I think one thing that we picked up that was very big and I'm really trying to instill in the leaders and those on our team who are trying to grow is not to hang on to, on to those who don't want to be here, right? Hang on to those who want to grow, hang on to those who want to work. And I think a lot of us, we have, we have agents who just, it's a great opportunity They know it. They know what they can do. They know what they can produce. They know where they can be, but they're holding us up. They're holding themselves up. And I think one thing that's huge that we're trying to instill is pinpointing those people who want to grow and focus on everyone, right? But make sure we got our focus right. So we're constantly bringing in fresh blood. That's our goal right now. Constantly bringing in and growing. That's strong. So I like that, but I see it though. I mean, and you know, you talk about it very fluently and you know, it's, it's, it's part of your DNA growth. So let's talk about, you know, you leading from the front, what that's done from a, you know, telesales perspective and how that's kind of translated into your group. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to go somewhere and find an agency that's growing if the leader's not doing it himself. I think that's crazy. I, I've, I've looked at different jobs and different opportunities in my life where there were too many leaders who were making money from everybody else and they were doing anything and they weren't growing a ton. I mean, they, they kind of hit that plateau where they were done. They were done growing. And I think that if we want to constantly grow, I've got to leave from the front. I've got to do exactly what I'm asking the agents to do. So there's never going to be a dial that you're not going to see me on. I could be on vacation. I could be at Disney. I'm still going to be logged in. And it's done a lot of, a lot of good. I mean, I've had agents who have always made a comment, look, you know, you know, I'm, I see you on live dials. How are you working? You know, I see that you're always on a team call, this and that, you know, and I think ultimately one of the biggest things is your agents can't expect to, you can't expect them to do something if you're not going to do themselves. Right. I don't ever want to get to a point where my agents are looking at me and they're saying, well, you don't do it. Well, you've never produced this, this many families in a month or you're never on live dials. That's never going to be the case. I will always work harder than the, the people in, on my team because I want them to be able to grow and get better and hit their goals 
but I've always got to grow. I've always got to be able to hit a goal that's higher than that because you can't expect more from your agents than you do yourself. I think that goes for anyone without saying. That's huge. That mindset in and of itself is huge, especially with the level that you're at. You know, vice president, working through SVP, EVP, and trying to get to a thousand families a month. Your deal is 100%, you know, do as I do, not as I say. And you're going to continue to provide light. I mean, you went out there two months in a row and did over 45 families in a month yourself. You know, that doesn't suck when it comes to you getting paid and, you know, doing some of the things you want to do, but also helping you in building your business. You know, so you've also decided that, you know, from a lead standpoint, you mainly work one to three month old leads. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Why did you take that path? Why did you, why did you, why did you decide to go down that path so vigorously? I mean, I've tried so many lead vendors that are out there and I always tell people, look, talk to me before you go buy leads because I put so much money into it last year, testing different vendors out. And I think what stuck with me the most was that I need to be able to run different types. I need to be able to run different ages of leads. I need to be able to protect families, no matter what kind of lead it is. That way my agents can see that we're not favoring one over the other, because what I do might not work for someone else. So I tried these three month leads and I was like, okay, well, these are pretty decent. And then I, I remember getting a few leads from a BPL. I was paying, you know, $70 a lead. And I was like, trying to protect these families. And I was getting the same responses that I was getting with the three month. And I was able to overcome some of them. Some of them, obviously I couldn't. And I figured out, you know, if I want a better ROI, you know, and I want to get more bang for my buck on the leads that I'm purchasing, three months are the way to go. And honestly, I think it doesn't really matter even at that point. I think anybody should be able to run any type of lead. I think you've got to be able to, it's a mindset. It really is. Like I can go run instant internet leads if I want, if I want to, I don't have to. But if you make the decision to do it, I, I truly believe you can run any type of lead. But I think they just work phenomenal. Uh, my ROI is incredible. That's crazy. Now, your agents are doing the same because you're able to teach it. I'm assuming your agents are doing the same. Yeah, I've got several agents who run them. I, I mean, they do run other types, but sure. majority of them are running the three-month leads, That's three crazy. to six-month. Profitability is great. How many of those are you typically buying a week to, to get to your goals? Right now, I'm, I'm upping it, so I'm buying probably 250 to 300 leads a week. 250 numerically, not not dollars. Yeah, no, that's numerical. Yeah, yeah that, that comes out to probably about 1,500 a week. Okay, makes sense. Now, when you look at that, telesales is the, is the optimal way. Um, for the people that don't know, why, did, why is telesales the optimal way for you to build your business? I mean, I originally came in here not being able to do it in the home. So there's number one, accessibility. I had the option to be able to work from wherever I needed because I couldn't work where I was at. And I think there's a lot of people who don't have the opportunity to go in the homes and they don't have the opportunity to drive to a home. I mean, the amount of agents that I've had come on here who have purchased a car because they didn't have one, they wouldn't have been able to do that mm. if they had to go in the homes. So I think accessibility is huge, uh, but it absolutely changes the game. I mean, your profitability for one, you're not paying for all the meals that you're eating out while you're going in the homes. <laughs> you're not paying for the gas that you're driving to all the homes. You're taking less time because you don't have to drive places. So I think it just 
it's favorable, much more favorable than at home for a lot of agents. Um, but I don't obviously don't despise those who still go in the home. I yeah. think there's some agents who just do better in the home. Yeah. But I think virtual is definitely an option that everybody should consider. A hundred percent. Now, you've also um, have really bit down on these lock-ins. Can you explain what a lock-in is, and then explain how do you how do you run them, and the benefits yeah. of running? Yeah, I mean, a lock-in is essentially. Yeah, I mean, a lock-in is essentially where you all just get together and you work your butts off. No distractions, no if ands or buts. Right, you keep the main thing the main thing. I think working virtually sometimes it's hard because you feel like you're going at it alone. Thankfully, we've been able to put in different things like we got live dials every single day. You know, you can work Monday to Sunday; it doesn't matter. We're there to help you. We're there to work with you. But it can become a lonely road, right? Because you're not there in person with other people who are trying to do the same thing as you. So I think it's really good on a team aspect. So we're all getting into a home, Airbnb or an office, and we're just working hard. Right, no distractions. At the end of each night, we'll go do something. Whether it's we all go in in the pool or the hot tub, or we're going to you know Disney Springs. That's what we did last time we were in Orlando. It was phenomenal. I mean, but the big the biggest thing that you got to make sure that you keep as a standard is that you keep the main thing the main thing. We're not there to have fun. Like we're going to have fun. That's a byproduct. Um, we're not there to go on vacation. We're not there to go visit every landscape. Right. right? We're we're there because we want to hit goals that we've never hit before mm. because we want to work together when we're never able to work together in a, you know, in person. So I remember I told agents, I was like, look, if you're coming because you want to go to Disney Springs, stay home. <laughs> Cause that's the main thing for you. And that's not the main thing for us. So I, th- I, th- I think, I mean, you got to keep it real. I love it. That's, that's real though. That is not just real. That's great. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think they're very, very beneficial for a team. I mean, our, our team had our largest week there. I mean, we did well over a hundred families helped Wow! and it was in like three days. It wasn't even a week. It was like three days and agents were able to produce at a higher level. I mean, the motivation, like you didn't see people sleeping on the couch. Mm. You didn't see people, you know, hanging out, walking around. I mean, Christian was in the hot tub working. You got another guy standing up in the pool with his laptop right there. He's just chilling, mm-hmm. you know, protecting the families. It's crazy. I mean, we're having a good time. We're working. And I think you've got to have standards. That's a huge thing. There's got to be guidelines and standards. Don't go about hosting a lock-in if you're not going to have some kind of rules. I mean, we, we were, I was very strict. No drinking, no drugs, no smoking. That's, that's a obvi- obvious, right? right? You don't have that stuff. You've got to have a good mental mindset while you're there. You know, that the other thing was nobody's sleeping on the couch. Mm. That was, that was number one for me. <laughs> I was like, if you're coming, you're going to invest in yourself and you're going to have a bedroom. Why? Because if everyone else is sleeping in a bedroom and you're sleeping on the couch, like you're going to come down and you're going to have a worse mindset than the rest of them. Cause they all just had a nice bedroom, right? Mm. You're over there sleeping on the couch. Right. I think, I think obviously there's going to be some times where I'm going to be like, yeah, you know, anyone can come, you know, someone can sleep on the floor over here. Someone can sleep on the floor over there but I believe you've got to invest in yourself. So all of my agents, they paid for their room, right? They paid for their food. We had food ready for everybody. It was, it was a good week, but I wanted to make sure that we were all there for the right reasons. We weren't there to waste time and waste money. We were there to work and we had a goal in mind and we hit it. Yeah, that's huge, man. So I love it though. It's so focused. You had your best week ever there, which, which helped you get to your best month ever. Um, how often do you plan on having those? I just told my team today, I want to do it once a month. 
I don't care if I'm there every week or not, or every month or not. I want different, different mentors on our team hosting them. You know, people can come around, whether they're from our team, other teams, I want to be able to help others. And we've had the opportunity where I can go fly out and go help someone else in their locker. And I love it. I love being able to work with people. So I think doing it once a month, um, you know, whether it's the full team, I'd like to do once a quarter where we get everyone from the team, you know, you have to be there. Um, but we're going to do once a month optional. But for those who know what's best for them, they're going to be there. <laughs> it, it definitely helps. So if I'm an agent, right, and I'm you're, we're, you're having a lock-in, what do I need? What do I need to be successful um, from a time days that I'm gone, leads that I'm set up with, you know, any electron um, technology that I need? What do I need to do to be successful for that week or for that time? How many that days and for that time period? Sure. So, I mean, let's go off based off what we did, a three-day lock-in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you go there, it's like three or four days. You've got to obviously have a laptop, make sure that you got chargers, make sure you have all the normal things you're going to need, deodorant, all that. I mean, it makes a difference. Like you'd be surprised. It, it, it sounds funny, but if you come unprepared, like, you know how negative you're going to be the rest yeah, of the day? Yeah, so true. You're trying I mean, to find a Walmart so or a Target. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's a yep. lot of time and energy for no reason. Yep. I mean, it was like the first day. I think somebody was stressed out about not having something, and they took like three hours to go to Walmart. It's like crazy. That's stupid. Yeah. That three hours, you know what you could have done. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> like, if I put on the wrong shoes for the day, sometimes I have a negative mindset. That's how dumb it is. Right. But your mind can get you. So <laughs> you've got to be prepared. Make sure you've got everything ready. Your technology, your laptop. Make sure you've got your leads printed. We had a printer there, so people could print it. I want to make sure everything was easy for them. Nice. But number one, make sure you're prepared. Uh, but number two, you want to have leads. I said, you're not coming if you don't have leads. Like this isn't a, like if you had to go drive two miles down the road to go get a signature, hey, that's fine. I was not trying to encourage to go in the homes. That's what a lock-in's for, to be there together and work virtually. Um, if you have to, you have to. But I told them, look, make sure you have 500 to 1,000 leads for that, that, that three days. Why? Nice. Because I'm counting on you to be working from 7 a.m. till 8 p.m., right? I had people working till 12 o'clock at night sometimes, working mm-hmm. in Hawaii time zone. You know, we came back from Disney Springs. There was someone over there protecting a family. So I think you've got to make sure you have, have leads for one. I had a few agents run out of leads and they stopped working. That's crazy. I mean, they were the ones who were less successful that week. So you've got to be prepared. Have your leads, have your technology. Um, but biggest thing, mindset. Make sure that you're there. You know what you're there for. I had a few agents who just didn't have the greatest mindset and they didn't have the greatest week either. So not everybody's going to win. I think you can take what you've learned from that locker. Like we had training, Gabe trained, I trained. We had a few other individuals trained and that stuff was huge. Right. I mean, there are agents who came, didn't produce anything and they left and their mindset was so strong. Like they left and they told me like, bro, that was one of the most amazing events I've been to. And they didn't make a penny. Like they didn't protect a family at all, mm-hmm. but they took everything they learned from convention, everything from the lock-in, they put it together, came back and now they're protecting five, six, seven families a week. Nice. Something they've never done before. And it doesn't happen, have to happen during those three days for it to be an amazing event. It can happen in three months, as long as you're taking what you learned. So I, I think a lock-in could be super beneficial if you do it the right way. No doubt. And you would consider it an accelerant, yes? Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Mainly because of the amount of information that's being pounded in three days and the real-time, yeah. real-time training, real-time everything, really. Yeah, I mean, I can see you there. It's like, you can't turn off your cameras when you're right next to me. 
Like I remember there was one day I was, we had team training. I don't know if you saw the photos. We had it up on the big screen hmm. and we had Joe up there. Richie, I think was doing training. He was just sitting up there on the big screen. It was cool. It was neat. Everybody was there for the training. I could go knock on everyone's bedroom door. Hey, get out of there. Training starting now. We didn't skip trainings. We didn't skip a lot of dials. We didn't skip the time you're supposed to do appointments. We kept the main thing, the main thing, and we continue to stay with our schedule because it's important. And I think that there are some people, like I, I'll, I'll say this, tips for those who are hosting lock-ins, just because you're having a lock-in, don't skip your Monday or Thursday training. That's important. I mean, that's the whole point you're there. And I think I had, I've had agents who weren't consistent to these trainings and they were there in person. So they were forced to be there for the training and now they are, right? They, that little schedule there for the three, four days, it got them to become consistent when they're not in person with us. So I think the training's huge. That's a definitely a good time where you can get some solid training in the, in the agents. That's huge. And when you, when you plan, cause there's the lock-in, which is one, which is three days out of a month. Then you have, let's just say another 27 months, 27 days in the month that you're working off of, you know, your goal to get to a thousand families by the end of the year. What are some things you're doing on a day-to-day basis recruiting-wise um, to, to, to see that multiplication of agents and actually with the training, because you guys are obviously killer at training. So the recipe is if you have, like if you have leads and you're on the phones, you're going to do well. If you have, if you pour in agents and you train them well, you're going to do well. So what's the variable here, Caleb, that you guys are using to recruit and bring people on? Sure. I mean, I, I remember complaining, complaining to Joe and Gabe about this. I was like, look, bro, I was like, I just can't seem to grow. This was at the beginning. I was like, nobody's coming on. I've got a few guys here and there, but like, I need to grow. And it was so dumb. Like, it was something I literally hear every week. They were like, okay, go to your warm markets, warm market. So I stopped worrying about my warm market that I've already talked to, which I'm not done. I'm going to keep bugging them. Because mm-hmm. I know that this opportunity could change your life. Right. And now I'm going to my warm market, swarm market. But the thing that they told me, they said, look, constantly bring in fresh blood. Because sometimes the agents that you have, some of them might fall off. Some of them might be on vacation for four months. Right. So you need to constantly bring in fresh blood. Um, and since then, I've just been constantly investing. So one of the things that I do with our team, I say, look, you know, we have our, we have mentor calls. So it's not a formal FFL, you know, position, but we call them mentors. They're individuals who have helped 20 families in a month and they have agents, one, at least one agent under them writing business. And the goal of that is, so I want them to feel as if they now have a position where they are considered a mentor. They can mentor other agents on our team. And I want to push recruiting. I don't want to have them wait till they're helping 40 families. That makes no sense. Like you should be recruiting from day one. So every week we have a call and we do recruitment updates. Like you're going to be embarrassed if you come to that call and you don't have a recruit. Like that's, that's how insane we are about recruiting. I want to grow. If you want to grow, you need to be recruiting. So on a personal level, I'm constantly doing trainings in FFL and outside of FFL. Um, you see, I'm constantly active on, on social media. So I, I trained about 300 students, 300 agents, not, not in FFL. Um, this was about three days ago. And I think I had 40 people, 35, 40 people who have booked the time on my, on my calendar to join the team. I just had, and then, you know what, during that training, I said, look, I want to offer more exclusive training to you. Um, we have very, very specific things that you have to follow if you're going to join our team. But if you're serious about it and you want to make some money and you want to actually help people, you know, come to this training. I had 26 people show up after the 40 who booked a, a call on my, 
on my calendar. So I'm, I'm just doing a ton of trainings and I'm not trying to recruit, like that's my main goal, but I want to help agents. So if they see the value in you and they see what you can do to help them and they see that you care about them and want to get them from where they're at to where they want to be, they're going to reach out. You don't have to say, come join my team. So that's what I've learned. And I, at first I was trying to say, just go out to people. Hey, come join my team. Hey, we can do this for your comp and we can help you with this and that. And I just notice to show them you care and show them that there's value where you're at and they'll, they'll jump on. Right. That's huge, man. Well, you're on a, a, a very strong trajectory. Just, just so everyone knows, um, how old are you, Kayla? I'm 20 until tomorrow. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, my friend. Yeah. But still Thank the you, tender bro. age of 21 years old, this well put together, which comes from the, the amount of information you've put in your head, the amount of exposure you went in to go get, you know, on whatever capacity, whatever age you started doing that. Um, but you're a wily vet here at uh, FFL with the knowledge you have and you're, what you're doing every single month with, with your personal production and then what the team's doing to grow. So um, it's an honor, man, listening to you talk. I mean, I can't miss, I can't understate that at your age, you know, your future is freaking blazing bright, you know. Um, congratulations to you, man. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. I you. definitely couldn't do it without all of you guys. The trainings. I mean, here's the thing. I'll tell you this, bro, because I think a lot of people lose sight. Everybody has a mentor, whether you like it or not. There's always somebody follows. Uh, I would not be where I was if it wasn't for other people. So I definitely appreciate the kind words. Absolutely, man. Well, thank you again for joining us on our training day podcast. Um, your business is definitely growing. FFL Foundation Capital Group, and I'm excited to see what's next for you guys, man. Thank you for joining us, my brother. Yes, sir. Thank you, bro. God bless y'all. Thank you, Caleb.